Hi guys. Hi. Guys, Dr. Wendy Dearborn is in the house. Well, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is Tuesday, the 24th of August, and the year is 2021. The hour for me is 10 a.m. And I just want to welcome you to the show. You are with me here on You and the Laws of Attraction. And today we're going to finish up this, the series in regard to the universal laws and what you need to know. And this actually is part five of this uh, five-part series. Actually, it's going to be a six-part series because the, the next um, installment will be me talking to you about being able to utilize the laws and just really doing some live coaching for you or at least giving you techniques that you can use on self so that you're able to move forward so guys once again uh welcome welcome to the show i'm dr wendy dearborn and i will be your host for hmm, the next um i don't know the next maybe 60 minutes shouldn't be too much longer than that I actually thought we had more material to cover and as I actually looked over the, the content this morning I was like wow I could have finished that in the last in the last um, podcast but anyway guys that's how it all goes so my name is Dr Wendy Dearborn as I said I am a choice expert universal laws of attraction expert and a choice expert and what does that mean Basically, what that means is I support you in understanding how powerful your choices are, how powerful it is for you to invoke your right to choose. I talk about the universal laws in regard to having a greater understanding of the law, the spiritual laws, the natural laws, the God-given laws, whatever phrase you want to add to it. I, I talk about these laws and how they can impact your life. I also talk about these laws so that you can actually use them consciously. So guys, part five. Oh, before I, before I get all off into that, right? Well, I'll do this first. So um, right now we are in part five. And as we continue to explore the universal laws and, you know, what that means to you and, and how you can use them. I think it's really important to understand that in order to use any tool effectively and confidently and with a skill level to produce the results that you want, you must know how it works. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. All right. It doesn't matter what you're doing. This could be in the kitchen. It could be as a mechanic. It could be as a writer. You will only be as good as and as effective as and as confident as the skill level that you have while wielding the choice of weapon, while wielding whatever tool it is. So it, it's like, what is the source of power that you need to make your tool operational? In fact, with the universal laws, how do you turn them on? How do you turn them off? You must have, and I really mean this, guys, you must have a clear knowledge of its capabilities and its limitations and at all times 
at all times, no matter what you're doing, you need to adhere to the safety instructions. And this is so, as I said, guys, with any tool and especially with the universal laws. Like any tool, it is only with practice that you will become a master at it. It is only with practice that you will become efficient and proficient at it. So it's vitally important that you know what you're doing. And I also think it's vitally important that you um, you practice consciously because we're always using the universal laws. We cannot, we cannot escape from it. So this is about you using them consciously. So once, once I've gone through all of this, and as I said, we, we are in part five. In part six, I want to look at um, using the laws and a process of manifestation and how to recognize how to recognize blocks how to and how to eradicate them for all intent and purposes and when i say blocks how to manifest if you start manifesting and you throw up a block and i'm actually going to talk about a law that i should have spoken about i think um in episode 3 or episode uh 4 but in any event i'm going to speak about um one a, a law that you know if you do something to block your manifestation, you need to be able to get in tune with self so that you can actually eradicate that block. But before I go down that that rabbit hole, because I can see I'm going to get right off topic and the whole nine yards, I, I, I can feel it. I, I know me well enough. I can feel it. So, guys, what I would say to you is simply this. Um, once again, my name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm going to be your host for the next maybe 60 minutes, maybe less today. But in any event, we are going to hash this out and then we're going to figure out how we can utilize all this information so that you can create the life that it is that you want to live. So as we move forward, when I get ready to say something important or I get ready to uh, change or shift gears, you will hear this. All right, guys, and you'll hear the bell. And when you actually hear the bell, what I'm telling you is listen up. Either I'm going to change the law I'm speaking about or I'm saying something that I think is vitally pertinent to you. Welcome. I hope you guys are doing well. And guys, let's get started. Well, one of the things that I said to you was that I need to speak about, there was two laws. One of them was the law of return. And I was like, what happened to that? I couldn't find that. So I actually tracked that down. And one of the other laws that I needed to speak about was the law of indifference. And this actually is, um, this is a very, very, very important law. Okay, guys? Actually, it's, in, it's so important. They're all important. But this is so important, I'm going to give it another bell. The law of indifference. The universal law of indifference allows you to be unconcerned about 
any outcome. About any outcome. Which actually frees you to live in the knowledge that you have already received that which you are wanting, that which you are praying for, that which you are expecting. It, it, it allows you to live in the knowledge that you have received this thing that you've wanted. You have manifest this thing that you've already wanted or you're experiencing this thing that you've already wanted before it comes into form. You know, guys, much of what we do in the ability to consciously manifest is simply that, is stating what we want and we live it, as I call it, the, the, the living visualization. You, you, you live it and then you kind of let go. You let go because you've already, you know, if you, if you have something, and I know we're going to go over this in uh, episode six of this particular series, but if you've had something, believe me, guys, you're moving, you're already moved on to the next thing. You cannot stand still in that place. If you do, there are seriously things, there are serious things that are wrong with you. You know, no offense. But it's true. We're always moving on to the next thing. It's like stepping stones. And for the most part, we don't even realize it. It's like stepping stones. So I did want to share that with you. The universal laws of indifference. I believe this should have been in, in episode three. But the universal law of indifference. Very, very important. And once again, that law allows you to be unconcerned. You see, if you are concerned about an outcome, this is what I was alluding to earlier, actually. If you are concerned about an outcome, you start throwing up blocks. And these blocks will hinder your ability to manifest the things that you say that you want. And it's as simple as that. So one of the things that you really do need to practice is the universal law of indifference. Be unconcerned about the outcome. And one of the things to support you in that is living in the expectation of or living as, you know, a visual, uh, a living visualization that you have it already. So you can move forward. You can keep bebopping along on your merry little way. So, OK, guys, as I said to you. Oh, let me stay in the universal law of um, return. And as I said to you uh, last in last in our last um, podcast, I, I I'm like I, I was looking at this and I'm like, what happens to the universal law of return? And then I literally had to hunt it down. I couldn't find it, but that's all the story you don't need to know. That's the backstory. So the universal law of return. This law speaks to the reaction that is initiated as part of the law of action. And that's something we can't get away, of, away from, you know, the law of action. But the, the, this law speaks to the reaction that's initiated as part of the law of action. Whenever an action is taken 
And that's even making the choice to take no action. There is a reaction. So the universal law of return is really about reaction. You know, you, you may have heard the phrase, whatever you put out comes back. You may have heard the boomerang effect. Whatever you throw out there will come back to you. You may have heard the phrase, your word, your actions, your deeds and your thoughts will not be returned to you void. This is what this speaks to. And guys, again, this is one of those underpinning laws. It, 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 it's one of those things that... Um, it's one of those things that unless something happens and it kind of boxes you in the face or slaps you in the face or brings you to your knees or makes you really ecstatically happy, etc. This is one of the laws that is really understated. It's very, very understated. But again, what people don't realize, this is huge. This is huge in the manifesting and the prayer arena, it's absolutely huge. Because whatever you put out, whatever action is initiated, there will be a reaction, even if you choose not to take any action at all. So guys, that's really important. Hopefully um, that makes sense to you. Um, because again, all the laws are important. And, you know, sometimes as, as I read this or as I'm going through this, you know, I look at this stuff and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so important. Oh, my God, that's so important. Oh my... They are all important. However, there are certain laws that I call underpinnings or they are pillars upon which other laws stand upon or which other laws can only be brought forth upon. This is one of those, it's an underpinning, it's also a pillar because you really do need to know that whatever you do or don't do has a reaction that comes back to you. Okay, guys, the next law is the law of reversed effort. Now, this is an interesting law to me, okay, and again, this is, this is something that will create blocks. I was talking about earlier. This is something that will create a block. So if you're able to initiate or invoke the universal law of indifference, the universal law of reversed effort shouldn't feature anywhere in your realm. But I'm going to share with you what the universal law of reversed effort is. The universal law of reversed effort states that you neutralize your affirmations and prayers by thoughts and beliefs which are negative and counterintuitive to what you are wanting. So I'm going to say that again. The universal law of reversed effort states that you neutralize your affirmations and your prayers by thoughts and beliefs which are negative and counterintuitive to what you are wanting. Scenario. You have, you have applied to the universal spirit, universal bank, 
you you've literally you've done your prayers you manifestation you need the money to pay whatever bills or whatever it is you need the money for and actually you have to a point practiced the law of indifference you've practiced all of that you've practiced the law of gratitude and and, and, th and thankfulness for having received this you're actually kind of living in your 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 visualization you're moving living breathing visualization of actually having this money before it has actually come into form tangible form where you can see it in the bank where you can spend it from the bank and and you're doing all of this and then you say to yourself oh my god how am i going to pay this bill uh god i hope i get this money so i can pay the bill on time Darlings, those thoughts which are fueled by fear and belief in fear, those thoughts which are negative are counterintuitive to what it is that you want. And what it will do is neutralize your affirmation or prayer. And neutralize, what that means is it slows that energy down. It slows that energy down. It puts blocks up. It puts hurdles in the way. And then what happens is the, the affirmation doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't bear fruit. The prayer doesn't bear fruit. And you're like, oh my God, you know, I, 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 I spoke to God. I did what I needed to do. I was doing my, my living visualization, my moving visualization, you know. I did everything right. I did the gratitude work. I did the forgiveness work. I, I did the imagine, imagination work. I did everything that I needed to do. And yes, you did. And you did it well. And you did it right. But your thought process was counterintuitive. Your thought process negated that which you had put out there because once again what you put out there in belief in belief with faith or with faith and in belief is what will come back to you so again the universal law of reversed effort is really important for you to know if you are doing and i call it the work if you are doing, let me ring the bell on this one. I, I, I need to ring a bell here. Right, guys. If you are doing the work, which I believe many of you are, and yet you are not um, attaining the results that you want, you're not experiencing the, 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 the manifestation as you have asked for it then guys you need to look to you you don't look outside and say oh well you know god didn't want to give this to me or god had another plan for me god's plan is your plan your plan is god's plan and this is something that i i truly do believe or at least for wendy wendy believes that this is something that people need to get their heads around your plan is god's plan and god's plan is your plan it is the universal's creator, the God within you, the creator within. It's the good pleasure 
to give you the desires of your heart and which is one of the reasons why I would always say know what it is that is in your heart because from your heart will come the manifestation the manifestation of the things that you've said that you didn't want if that's what's roaming around your heart if that's where your living manifest your living um your living visualization is manifesting mm, consciously manifesting what you want is hard work a lot of people have said in a lot of books that it's really easy staying on point and on topic staying focused with what you want can be a challenge I mean just look just look at this this last what year and a half rolling into damn near two years all right with the whole situation situation with COVID how many people's lives have really changed and I'm not just talking because of the virus I'm talking about because people have had time to slow down people have had time by self to think about self to invest in self even if they didn't want it how much have you changed as a result of this you see guys once again staying on point and on topic manifesting consciously manifesting is about understanding how to utilize the laws so that you can um, be as effective as you need to be so that you can have that which you say that you want in life so let's move on to the next law and I believe the next law is the law of secrecy and I remember many years ago I had posted something um, about the universal law of secrecy and I, I got all this this downflow what, what are you talking about the universal law of secrecy the universal law of secrecy is really important the universal law of secrecy is paramount if you don't want a lot of drama and interrupted flow and what I mean by interrupted flow is if you don't want to have your manifestation run a gauntlet to be jumping over hurdles and trying to actually overcome blocks whether you go around it over it under or what have you the universal law of secrecy is important it's very very important it's about your desired manifestation once again not having to be pushed through or run through a gauntlet you know so it can come into being for for you the universal law of secrecy is about having the freedom to enjoy the process of manifesting the universal law of secrecy allows you to use the law of, ima of, of imagination unimpeded it allows you to go within self within the confines of your imagination and create what it is that you want for your life 
you know, the life that you are currently living has actually been created within the imaginary realms of your mind. It really has. And that has used, uh, the, the, the imagination has used both past experiences and experiences, okay, it's used both past experiences and experiences that you have stitched together from your intuition and insights from sources unknown. So you've stitched these things together, past experiences and intuitives, intuitive um, insights that you've had. And you'll use your imagination to stitch together that which you want. You'll create this picture and then you can make it a visualization and it can move and do all this stuff. So keeping what you want secret also stops you from sec second guessing yourself or adding what someone else thinks will be right for you. Keeping it a secret, what it is that you want to manifest, prevents the fear of change taking hold of your imagination. Because as those intuitive insights come and you start stitching stuff together from both the past and the present where you are at now, and you start stitching things together, it's like, it can have this like, whoa, where'd that come from? And then you can start leaning on the laws, the logical, analytical and reasoning mind. And you can't, you can start this dialogue where it's like, well, really, you know, my imagination is running right. No, it's not running right. It's giving you, it's giving you different options to choose from. It's giving you options to choose from. And once again, it prevents you from, from fear. It prevents fear from taking control of your imagination. It allows you to be relaxed and focused in your creative process and not having to worry about he say, she say, or even sometimes what you say. Keeping your intention a secret allows it to build momentum. And that is vitally important. The universal law of secrets of secrecy allows you to bond with and focus your intention on your desired manifestation without interference of other people's thoughts and their input. It provides a safe oh, hey, come on guys. All right, now come on, yeah. And I've been listening to this now. All right. It provides a safe place for you to bring. It provides a safe place for you to bring what you want to bring into manifestation. It provides a safe place for it to take form and it to form strong, unbreakable roots. So it provides a safe place. For that which you want to bring into manifestation, it provides it and it gives it a chance to take root, to take hold. Before somebody says to you, oh, really? You're going to do that? Or, oh, 
they're thinking it and their energy is strong and you don't even realize why you're feeling a bit shaky about this this is because you've been telling all on sundry what you want to do and here it comes their unbelief in you and as a result of feeling the energy what happens is you initiate the law of reversed effort and that can be initiated by the law of you not practicing the law of indifference being indifferent means that you don't care you don't give a damn what anybody says once you know what it is that you want don't allow somebody to move you off course unless you can see that what they're saying is true and there's a danger unless you can see what they bring to the equation isn't tearing down what it is that you want it is supporting it you can take from what they are bringing to you and it will support you in being able to continue on your pathway. The law of secrecy is paramount. The law of secret. Guys, look. I'm going to ring, be ringing my bell. Y'all need to listen to this. Alright. The law of secrecy is paramount. If you plant a seed... I'm going to go with the proverbial mustard seed. If you plant a mustard seed, you don't keep digging it up to see if it's growing. It will never grow. It grows under the dirt in what we perceive to be the dark. It grows. It takes on the life it needs to take on. It takes nutrients from the earth, from the dirt, from the water. It takes what it needs and it grows and it forms strong roots. And when the roots are strong enough to sustain it, that mustard seed, mustard seed will actually create a stem that breaks through the dirt. It breaks through the earth. But all of this was done in secrecy. So guys, what I'm going to say to you is this. There are many things that you have heard in the last five series that, you know, that I've done the last five parts of this series that, that I've done. And this is one of the takeaways. The law of secrecy is very important. Stop telling people everything you're doing. Stop it. And sometimes it's the people who are closest to you because they know you and they have their fears for you and all this jazz. Don't tell anybody. Don't. And that doesn't mean, just let me say this. This doesn't mean that you don't need to ask for advice. It doesn't mean that you don't need input. It doesn't mean that you don't need wise counsel. What it means is that you can get all of that without telling people what you're doing. Or you can get all of that with telling people the bare minimum of what you're doing. It doesn't mean that you don't take, again, wise counsel. What it means is you just don't tell people your business. So the universal law of secrecy 
Once again, it allows you to bond with and focus your intention on your desired manifestation without the interference of other people's thoughts and inputs. Inputs, input. And that includes what's going on in the world, the, you know, the news, the whole nine yards. It provides a safe place for you. Excuse me. It provides a safe place for that which you want to bring into manifestation. It provides a chance for it to form strong and un unbreakable roots. And that's what you need. Okay, guys. So hopefully that's clear to you. Okay. The next one is, and I, I said this already. Stop telling everybody what you know. Stop telling everybody what you know. The universal law of silence. The universal law of silence, much like secrecy, provides you with a private and or personal space. And it is a personal inner space. A growing place for your dreams, wants and desires. The universal law of silence allows you to expand your consciousness and expand your consciousness with awareness. It gives your imagination a limitless canvas to paint upon. It allows you to draw on the screen of life. Silence gives you a chance to, to connect with yourself at a level that you can't do if you're chatting all the time. You can't do through the noise. So the universal law of silence gives you a chance to connect, your, to connect with yourself so that you can commune with the inner God within you to create what you want for your life. Silence is a choice. Silence is you choosing not to share, again, secrecy. Silence is you choosing not to share the tangible thing, the secret that you want to manifest. The universal law of silence is about you and your private place in which you get to choose whom it is that you want to let in. And did you know that there is a volume and intensity within silence? Silence can be loud. Guys, in this instance, the law of silence isn't speaking only about external silence. And really and truly, that really comes into play as well. All right. Stop chatting. Stop everything, you know, stop talking, everything, you know. Stop the constant chatter. So it's not only talking about that. It's not talking, you know, about speaking audibly or even the non-verbal language that we use. You know, like cutting your eye, shrugging, kissing your teeth, or all, all, all of those sort of things. All right. The universal law of silence really is speaking about the internal silence. The internal chatter. You know, we're always talking to self. We're always talking. And I'm going to say this. For the most part, it's not usually nice. 
I'm going to be generous and say 65% or more of what we talk about to self is critiquing self, self-criticism. People don't understand why they're riddled with, with um, uh, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis, etc. They, they don't understand. Arthritis is a result of internal criticism. Internal and actually external criticism. And sometimes people don't understand. So it's the internal chatter also that needs to be silenced. And while for me, the mind is never ever truly silent, but you can guide and direct it as to what you want it to do. The conscious mind, the conscious mind really can persuade the subconscious mind to do its bidding. And this is where the magic happens when your conscious mind the awareness your conscious awareness persuades the subconscious mind the subconscious mind where your true truth is held to do your bidding once again guys that's where the magic magic um happens the internal chatter if not consciously controlled, with intention and attention and full awareness of your feelings of what it is that you want, it can be disastrous. And it can be just as disastrous as telling somebody your secret. Once again, silence not only allows you to influence what you do externally, but it allows you to control seemingly negative chatter that goes on and on and on, which in turn provides you a safe and private space for you to grow your dreams, your wants and your desires. And once again, it expands your conscious awareness. So guys, the universal law of silence and the universal law of secrecy, if there's nothing else that you take away from anything that I've shared with you, you need to take those two. And actually, you need to take the next one also. We're going to look at the universal law, the universal law of speech. <laughs> And it's really, it's amazing to me. One of the things I thought as I had been writing these laws, and guys, just so you know, I may never have said this to you. Much of what I share with you here has come to me through um, med meditation. It's come through, through me as an intuitive outpouring or an intuitive expression through meditation. And I might not have been meditating on the universal laws, I might have been meditating on something totally different and bam, here comes this law. Here, here, here comes this law for understanding. Here comes this law to give a, bright, a, a wider scope. So I personally have more understanding and I personally have the ability to 
um, consciously or with conscious awareness create and dream and, you know, manifest that which I say that I want. So the universal law of speech, the universal law of speech, <laughs> guys, you are your word made manifest. Look in a mirror or look at something that shows your reflection. And if you're listening to this driving, make sure that you are parked and stationary when you do this. But look in a mirror. What you see the reflection that you see, the return, the universal law of return that you see is a result of your speech. Now, the universal law of speech governs our words and it also encompasses our oral communication. And that's, you know, like literally when you speak to somebody and or yourself. Uh, but it encompasses our words and our ability to express our thoughts. Our ability to express our thoughts, our, our ability to express our pictorial images and the emotions by sounds and gestures. Okay. This is all encompassed in speech, verbal and nonverbal. This communication opens the way for understanding on two levels. Okay, guys. The universal law of speech allows you self-understanding. Self-understanding. But you have to focus your intention there. The universal law of speech, once again, this opens, this communication opens the way for you to understand on the next level, which is verbal and nonverbal expression. The universal law of speech is a vibrationary or a vibratory force. And the power found within your words. The power found within your words invokes communication, which those communications are the things that are carried to the point of creation. Guys, did you hear that? Hear me clearly. Now have to listen. Your speech is a vibrationary or a vibrational frequency. It is a force of nature. It is the powerhouse behind who you are. It's the power behind how you are showing up. It is the power behind how you're living your life. The expression of your ability to communicate carries the words, carries the, um, the pictorial image, images, carries the visual, vi the visualization, 
It carries everything that you want to the point of creation. Everything that you do comes from your words. Your words are the most powerful things that you have. As the Bible says, by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Your word is your bond. Your word is who you are. And your speech is a method of communicating your words. Guys, these last laws, these ones, these are some, this is some powerful stuff. You know, if you, if you want to change your life, you need to change the words that, that, that you say to yourself. If you want something different in your life, your inner speech and your external speech has to be different. Your inner speech and both your external speech have to match the thing that you say that you want to manifest. You can't speak about um, being rich. You, you, okay. You cannot, and hear me clearly, you heard me say it. You cannot pray for wealth. You can't pray for health. You can't visualize wealth or visualize health and expect it to manifest if the words that you are actually speaking, if the vibrationary force that you're putting out there is speaking of illness and is speaking of poverty, your word does not return to you void. And just so we're clear, just so we're clear, let me ring the bell on this. Just so we're clear, guys, the universe, God, the architect, or whomever your chosen deity is, takes you at your word. Just as you take God at God's word. The universe takes you at your word. This is why in past episodes, we have spoken about, you know, colloquialism and how words have been colloquialized, if that's a word, um, but how words have been colloquialized and people just talk and they don't realize that, you know, by saying, um, you know, um, oh gosh, by, by, by saying some of the words that people people use, you know, to express something. They don't realize that those words cannot return to them void. And whatever the weak link is or whatever the weak link is in their life, this is what is going to happen. Take, for instance, one, one of the words out there, when it's been around for a bit, fire, you know, oh, that was fire. And yet, you know, you get it. You know, people people say it. You know, that was fire. And they'll use this colloquialism to say that whatever it is, it was on point. Whatever it is, yes, it was amazing. And what they don't realize is that, you know, my life seems, seems to be 
you know, burning to ashes around me. It seems to be everything is incinerated. I don't understand. Well, guys, you're using these words. This is a speech that you are using to communicate things with and it's taking it to the point of creation and it cannot come back to you void. It can't. Recognize communication, speech, the universal law of speech has two levels, self-understanding and verbal and non-verbal expression. Your word goes to the point of creation. It cannot return to you void okay guys and we are actually quickly wrapping this up because this is the last one or the last one that I have so far you know you never know you meditate and all things come to me but the universal law of truth the universal law of truth it speaks to the real essence of who you are and what your belief system is founded on. Truth is an immutable fact that cannot be changed, yet it can be built upon. Your truth is your self-authentication. Your truth is your self-authentication and will always be looking for expression. Life will continue to create situations that encourage you to express your authentic truth. And by expressing your authentic truth, you inadvertently give others permission to show up in this life and express their authentic self, their authentic truth too. You know, there's the saying, I'm not my brother's keeper, but like, yes, they, yes, you are. In this regard, because we are all connected and we truly are all connected, you showing up, you showing up in your truth is the best thing you can do, not only for yourself, but for every other living thing on this living planet. It shifts the vibration so that truth becomes an expression. Your truth is ex it's important and far too often what we have done in life is we have squished and squelched and, and tapered and trimmed our truth. And I'm not saying guys that you have to be brutal. I'm not saying that you have to be brutal. I happen to be somebody who speaks my truth and I know that people find it brutal, but they don't even realize that I have couched it in, as I call it, um, I've couched it in, I've, I've taken on, I've understood their, 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 um, their sensitivity. I've understood who I'm speaking to. But even with that, people find it brutal. But it's my truth. I know what happens when you don't speak your truth. My near-death experience told me what happens when you don't speak your truth. People I have seen in my practice, as they wither, I've watched people literally die because they won't express their truth 
because they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and at the expense of self had made that choice to make their transition. Life isn't always warm and fuzzy, guys. It, it's not. Actually, if truth be known, life can sometimes feel downright br brutal. But when life returns to you that which you have put out based on how you have communicated, all you'll be able to see there is the truth of how you have shown up. So speak your truth. You don't have to be, you don't have to be horrible. Sometimes I am. <laughs> and I own it. But you don't actually have to be horrible. You don't. You just have to be authentic. You just have to practice, as I call it, emotional intelligence. And when you practice emotional intelligence, you can speak your truth to anyone. When you, when you recognize the person in front of you will not respond well if you say to them, oh, you know, you look really stupid like that. And if you recognize that that will crush them, you can phrase it differently. You can say to that person and speak your truth, that dress is not flattering to you. Versus, girl, you look tore up from the floor up. So you need to know who you're speaking to. You need to know who, who you're engaging with. And that's on you. Like everything we do in life, that's a choice. And that choice is on you. But what you need to do is to speak your truth. What you need to do is to speak your truth in a way that's not alienating to self and alienating others. You need to be truthful. You need to be honest. You need to be real. Speaking truth doesn't mean that, um, you know, you, you need to, I don't know, um, disassociate with people. Although I have found that as I have spoken my truth, and it's my truth, it's not yours, it's my truth. People have not wanted to hear what I have to say. But it's really funny, they'd ask me. And my thing is, don't ask me if you don't want to know what my truth is. But as I speak my truth, many people, they, they, they pull away. And they'll pull away because they'll recognize that they are living a life that's not, that's not authentic. They're living a life that's inauthentic, unauthentic. It's just not authentic. And that hurts. That hurts because you, the real essence of you, knows who you are. The real essence of you knows what your belief system is founded on. The real essence of you, the real you, the you that looks in the mirror, the you 
that when all this bullshit that life has is cut away, the real you knows who you are and the truth of who you are. And you can't get away from it. You can't get away from you. Your truth is immutable, guys. It cannot be changed. Yet you can build on it. Yet you can build on it. So guys, that's where I'm at with the universal laws. I truly hope that this has been helpful to you. Listen, re-listen, meditate and get your own. Now that I think is fantastic. And having said that, it's really important to understand that this is my experience. This is Wendy's experience, Maureen Wendy's experience. I'm sharing my experience with you. I'm not looking for clones. I'm not looking for cookie cutters. I'm not, no. Do you, boo. Do you. Take the information. If it works for you, you take it and you mold it. It's malleable. It's malleable because each and every one of us is unique. So you take the information and you mold it to suit you. Pull bits off to suit you, but make sure that you're doing so in truth and authenticity. Make sure that's what you're doing. You know, people, people have, everybody has an agenda. Like I have an agenda doing what I'm doing. Everybody has an agenda. And Many people get trapped in other people's agenda. Don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that trap. Because I'm here to tell you based upon my experience, which is other people's experiences too, that as you look at your life review, when, when, you, when you have, you know, make your transition, and you've done something here that I have shared with you and you've taken it on full tilt and you want to do like I'm doing and da, 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 da. you're trying to cookie cut and it doesn't work. What won't work for you is to say, you know, well, um, Wendy said. That's not how it works. It's what did you do? Yeah, but Wendy said, no, 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 no. What did you do? Gone is the era where people were kept ignorant by not being able to read, by not being able to write. Gone is that era. That era is done and dusted. There is no excuse. And even before that, there was no excuse. But there truly is no excuse now for you not to show up and be all that you are to be. There's no excuse for you not to be living a purposeful and filled life. There's no excuse for you not to be making change. There's no excuse for you not to be living authentically. See guys, when you live authentically, you give me 
Maury and Wendy Dearborn permission to do the same. And I thank you for it. So guys, in the next episode, I'm going to be doing a bit more talking like I'm doing now in regard to what to do, how to use the laws, um, you know, blocks, things to look out for, that sort of thing. So that um, you can start manifesting what it is that you truly want for self. Remember, guys, that your life is your life is um, built one choice at a time. Only you can truly make choices for yourself. Choose wisely. Choose wisely this day. For the choice that you make now is the manifestation of tomorrow. Bless you guys. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time. What I'll say to you is peace. Bye, guys.